It's 79 degrees Fahrenheit. The sun is shining and a warm breeze blows in off the coast-to-coast airwaves. You know what that means. It's time to slap on your bathing trousers and hit the cool, refreshing waters of Lil Miss Kate, Ward of the State. When we last left LMK, DMSR, PTAFHCOTWLS, and that lovable horse F, they had just been flung from a speeding train. It's not any more complicated than that. Will they cannonball into safety, or will it be a can opener of danger? But first, hey kids, how many times has this happened to you? You get done fishing with that string tied to your toe while that rude Ben paints a fence for you. You kick a tire back home and whistle the national anthem like the future homeowner you are. Time to relax with a nice cold glass of tap water, right? Wrong! Did you know the nation's tap water is infested with hydrogen and oxygen atoms? You don't want filth like that in your gullet. That's why you should reach for Potabola Cola, the only soft drink that's safe to drink. Potabola Cola's unique 38-part secret formula destroys any liquefied losers lurking in the lake. That's Potabola Cola. Potabola Cola may and or does contain francium, neptunium, hydrogen, technium, and oxygen. Now pull up your favorite vinyl beach chair and listen in as Lil Miss Kate falls off a train. after those Canadian train pirates threw us off their Canadian pirate train. Is everyone okay? Yes, me, Deputy Mayor Solomon Russell is safe and sound. Swell thing we landed in this massive snow. Catherine, former heavyweight champion of the world and your personal tutor, Lucinda Sheraton, doesn't do okay. I'm A-okay. Ouch. What about you, Fiorello, my horse? Walk it off! I know you all probably heard me earlier, but I'm just gonna say again that I, Deputy Mayor Solomon Russell, am safe and sound. And it's a swell thing we landed in this massive snowdrift. Well, of course there's snow on the ground. It's Christmas! Christmas? Why, you there! Little bird in my pocket! Yes, you, Bird Solomon. What day is it? The spirits were right! Lucinda, it's Christmas! What was that? I was just about to mail out these eviction notices. It's It's Christmas! Christmas! Christmas? Well, Christmas or no Christmas, I'm not going to get caught out in the snow in my summertime white tuxedo. It's after Labor Day, of course. If we don't find somewhere with a chimney soon, Santa won't fly down from the moon to bring us gifts. And to have no gifts on Christmas would be simply un-American. What about that conveniently placed humble farmhouse just o'er the river and through the woods? Perfect! Mush, Fiorello! Mush! With a hearty ho-ho-ho, the four wise guys stomp their way to a conveniently placed humble farmhouse. The heat from the roaring wood fire can be felt through the sea glass windows. Lil Miss Kate approaches the door and gives a firm rat-a-tat-tat with her delicate prize fighter hands. Hello, brothers and sisters in Christ. May I offer you shelter? Boy, can you? Well, I'd love to offer you shelter. Unfortunately, we are all booked up tonight. My wife just ran to the last room to store her personal belongings. I understand. After all, personal belongings are the true meaning of 
Christmas. We'll just stay in that barn out back. And so the Lil Miss Kate family gracefully sets up house for the night in the perfectly normal barn, unaware they are about to become part of the second greatest story ever told, right after Lil Miss Kate versus Eleanor Roosevelt, all monsters attack. All right, gang, let's tuck in for the night. It's been a long 24 hours since we got to Niagara Falls, New York, found ourselves in mortal combat with Kate's greatest nemesis, Trevor Beverly Jr., the Lord of Latex, leading to a spectacular climactic plunge down the falls, after which that rapscallion mysteriously vanished and we never found a body. But then after washing ashore in Canada, we met silent film star Steve Wyoming, then a bunch of other stuff happened, and then we fell off a pirate train. I know someone needs their shut eye. Oh, come on, Lucinda. Let me stay up for five more minutes. I was just about to stare longingly at the innkeeper's telephone through the outside window. I know. I need to be strong, Bird Solomon. I'm just really struggling to move on. Hey, gang. Check this out. Wow! A framed photograph! What will Edison dream up next? No. Look closer. It's a photo of this barn. You're right, Catherine. And look what's in the barn. Why, it's our one true Lord Jesus Christ being born. From Luke 241 to 44. I love that one. Uh, no spoilies. I haven't gotten to that chapter yet. I just hit the page with the flare gun. But this means this must be the same barn from the nativity. Wow. wow. Anyway, what does everyone want from Santa this year? That's a fun icebreaker. Good thinking, Catherine. It was starting to get a little awkward in here. This year, Lucinda Sheraton wants a third eye. I had to trade my last one to that lovable rogue, Jack O'Lantern, back in my swamp days. You see, I knew old Turnip Head was my last ticket to obtaining a ruby carved from a special stone only birthed by snakes inside these weird eggs. I mean, really, these eggs were weird, and they're just always soaking wet. It was just gross all around, so I needed to stick my neck out there and risk a bad trade. That way I wouldn't have to get into the whole egg thing. Wow. I want a doll. I also want a doll. So that's three dolls and one third eye. You hear that, Santa? Huh, no answer. I better go outside and scream it so he hears. Do not go out there. It can't be. What was once a winter wonderland has transformed into one of the nine levels of heck. My constituents must have found me. You're right, Fiorello. Look at the picture of baby Jesus. The picture's changed. Joseph's coat is orange instead of blue. That flower has five petals instead of six. And there's no sign of the one true Lord, Jesus Christ. And there, behind the empty manger, with his arms around Joseph and Mary, it's... It, it looks like... Trevor, Trevor Beverly, Beverly Jr.? Jr.? The Lord of Latex? I thought we defeated him not 24 hours ago at the end of last season. He must be back with another insidious scheme. And look what he's wearing in this picture. 
Why, he's disguised as a timeless latex cuckoo clock! Of course! If Trevor Beverly Jr. can trick time into believing that he's a clock, then he can simply wind himself backwards or forwards through time, thus changing the past and bending the future to meet his dastardly whims! A timeless latex cuckoo clock costume, eh? Those are the worst! Why, take this one in the guest closet here! It just stinks! That's it! Yeah, I mean, P.U. Not the smell, Deputy Mayor Solomon Russell. That's Trevor Beverly Jr.'s timeless latex cuckoo clock costume. He must be long dead by now, leaving behind only his undecomposable timeless latex cuckoo clock costume. Quick, everyone, let's all hop in that one timeless latex cuckoo clock costume and wind back the clock to the year zero to stop his dastardly scheme. Good thinking, Catherine. After all, time revolves around Christ's birth. Excuse me. Oh, sorry. Excuse me. Excuse me. Please let me in. I've got too many toes. Let me in there. Everybody, hang on. Where we're going, it's Bible times. And so, one child, two adults, and one horse all squeeze into one timeless latex cuckoo clock costume and begin winding the large, novelty hands backwards. Faster and faster do they spin until the very well-defined scenery becomes a blur. Our heroes hang on tight as they fly screaming down that magical highway we call time. Finally, they pull off at a rest stop at year zero, BC slash AD, and find themselves smack dab in the middle of Nazareth, Saskatchewan, just as the ancient Israelites saw it. Wow, Nazareth, Saskatchewan, BC. Everything looks the same. Except instead of a winter wonderland of yuletide snow, it's an endless desert. It just goes to show, some things never change. And that's exactly our goal. Unchanged Trevor Beverly Jr.'s changes without changing anything else in our timeline. But Lucinda, if we don't change anything, then the future will be bad, necessitating us to change the past. You're just gonna have to trust Lucinda Sheraton on this one. Hey everyone! While you were discussing the moral and philosophical implications of time travel, Fiorello and I just knocked out those three old men and took their clothes! Now we have disguises! Pretty clever! Solomon, you dolt! You KO'd the three wise men? That could cause- Horrifying changes to the very timeline we're here to save? Exactly! Who knows what damage you've done to the present? But Lucinda, could it be that we were meant to beat up those old guys and take their place? And all those stories, particularly the one about the three wise men visiting baby Jesus, were actually about us? Okay, enough. I don't want to talk about this anymore. Fine with me. me. If it be his will, Lil Miss Kate, Deputy Mayor Solomon Russell, and Fiorello do a quick costume change and become the three kings of legend. The group, now mostly disguised, make their way towards the nativity. Great walk! Hmm, this barn looks awfully familiar. Good eye! It's the same barn we were in not 1,356 years from now. Let's tiptoe up to the window, gang. This place has got to be crawling with pertinent plot information. Okay, everyone at home, let's lean in real close to the speaker cabinet and listen in on Mary and Joseph being visited 
by Trevor Beverly Jr., the Lord of Latex. And scene. Go! Go! You're on! Thanks so much for dropping by, good King Trevor from... Where was it you said again? I'm from somewhere far away, see? Oh, you don't say. Uh, I grew up there. (laughs) Well, not there exactly, but it's, you know, sort of the easiest thing to say when people ask. (laughs) It's just so nice to get to relax and hang out socially with someone our age. Though, of course, once Santa delivers us the son of God in the form of an infant, we'll still be able to do this regularly while also taking care of a child. No problem. And you've gone so far out of your way to help us in the true spirit of General Pagan Yule. Why, we'd have never thought to take our chimney down if you hadn't come along. Exactly, yeah. Most people think the miracle of childbirth is just Santa bringing them a baby down the chimney, and they're right, that's where babies come from. But here's the thing. Santa runs out of babies. We gotta get his attention. That's why we took down your chimney. So he'll spot your place and know to come right here first. Ugh, you're the greatest, man. My evil scheme to prevent the delivery of infant Jesus is running along smoother than my own face! It seems like just last season that I tried and failed to defeat little Miss Kate after falling over Niagara Falls and escaping by spectacular latex parachute. I landed safely in an alien spaceship that drove by at that exact moment. And by aliens, I mean a society of cosmic cuckoo clock people. Yes, that's right. These people were little cuckoo clock robots built by a lonely giant from another dimension. Wouldn't you know it? I loved them. They took me into their own, and I had several happy decades living among them. Why, I can still remember the sights and sounds. Morning, Trevor. It's another great morning here aboard Grandfather One. That it is, Cluckyo. After I graduated from their education system, Cluckyo and I opened up a little cafe where all the little clocks could drink grease for their gears. Order up! One Americano with extra oil! Coming right up, Cluckyo. Finally, I was called before the clockmaker. That lonely giant man from earlier? Yeah, he gave me one of the sweetest gifts anyone's ever given me. Trevor, my flesh-faced human son. Over the past three decades, we've all grown very fond of you and your daily quiet acts of kindness. And your sweet little cafe. Out of pity for your mortality, we'd like to give you a gift. This timeless latex cuckoo clock costume that will allow you to travel through time and live forever until you die. Ah, boy. Just like you cuckoo clocks do. I don't know what to say. Take your time. Just be sure not to use it for evil. Here's the thing, though. I am evil, see? And I realized I could use this suit to finally get one over on little Miss Kate Ward of the state. If I could make it so that she was never born, she'd never be around to stop my evil schemes. That's why I'm preventing this birth of Christ. <laughs> see? <laughs> see? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Is in trouble! That fiend Trevor Beverly Jr.'s chilling, evil soliloquy reveals the darkest nature of his plot. 
and Mary and Joseph are none the wiser. We've got to act quickly. Solomon and Lucinda, you get on the roof and start repairing that chimney before Santa comes at sundown. Meanwhile, I'll start slowly cutting a hole in this plate glass window with my mind. Good thinking, Catherine. After all, we've learned in our etiquette lessons that the only people who can open a stranger's door without an invitation are our nation's hardworking encyclopedia salesmen. Which reminds me, I'm still missing volumes PR through S. As Lucinda and Solomon swiftly reach the roof to reconstruct the expecting couple's chimney, Kate uses her mind to slowly cut a hole through Joseph and Mary's plate glass window. What in my son's name? Joseph, look! Two more kings just came crashing into the barn. Now there are three. Three kings. Huh. Mary, Joseph, you have to come with me. You're in terrible danger. What do you know? You're right. My Christmas goose is almost ready. Wouldn't want it to burn the house down like last year. Well, anyway, where are you from? Oh, you don't say. I grew up there. <laughs> well, not there exactly, but it, it's sort of the easiest thing to say when people ask. Say, good King Trevor, you and these other two kings are from the same place. You must know each other. Know each other? Of course we do. That's no good King Trevor. That's Trevor Beverly Jr., the Lord of Light. Of course I know these kings extremely well, because we all grew up together and became kings from your time period. But I believe they were just leaving. Permanently. Nonsense. This is the son of God's birthday. Stay as long as you want. No, we don't want to impose. We just have the news to share with quote-unquote good King Trevor in quote-unquote private. Private? Hmm. You know, things are starting to not add up here. Oh! Looks like my goose is cooked. <laughs> Who's hungry? Now you have to stay for dinner. Everyone, take a seat. So how old are you three? Eleven. No way. We're also 28. Here comes Foodie Claus. Here comes Foodie Claus. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I'm sorry. I can't help it. We're songwriters. It's a passion. But carpentry keeps the lights on. Most holy cow, this traditional goose is something else. Mr. Joseph and Mrs. Mary, why, I think we should have it on your son's birthday every year. I disagree, good King Kate. I don't think this day should be remarked upon in any way. Oh, good King Trevor, you can't mean that. After all, shouldn't we all share in the glory that is the Son of God? Then why don't you share some of your precious airtime with the rest of us? Hey, you're in a lot of this episode. I think they're talking about something else. Whatever it is, it sure has me on the edge of my seat. You know what, good King Trevor? I'm going to be the better person for once. Let's call a truce until dinner is over. All right, a truce, see? I agree. But if anyone says anything else, I'll lose it. Fiorello, your big mouth, and by that I mean your inability to hold your tongue in social situations because it is a big horse tongue in your big horse mouth, has blown our cover as peaceful kings. Drat! I've had it! Why can't I commit one act of rewriting human history without Little Miss Kate Ward of the State ruining my scheme? 
I have no choice but to jump back in the time stream and find another butterfly to stomp on. Back we go. Oh, no, you don't. I'm going to stop you. <laughs> the gates of history open wide as Lil Miss Kate and that fiend Trevor Beverly Jr. wind their latex grandfather clock suits and leap back into the time stream, chasing after one another on the waves of the ticking clock. But even if Lil Miss Kate can score a knockout blow, former heavyweight champion of the world Lucinda Sheraton and Deputy Mayor Solomon Russell still need to reconstruct Mary and Joseph's chimney in time for Santa to deliver baby Jesus. Can the two guardians of light beat the clock? Let's climb up the ladder to the roof and see. This is going really well, Lucinda. It is. At this rate, we'll have no trouble beating the clock. Watch out! Those bricks are about to fall off the roof! Good catch, Solomon. I've now safely secured them. Phew! Crisis averted. Anyway, back in the time stream... Whoa! Whoa! This swell is a killer set, dude! What? Just a little something I picked up when we passed the 1960s. The only place you're going to pass is passed away, see? Latex strike! Trevor, no! You're going to bounce us out of the time stream into... 10 billion BC! The age of dinosaurs! There's one right now, and now to take my leave. Finally, little Miss Kate is dead, killed by the same meteor that killed the dinosaurs. Papa deserves a little break. Let's see, 980, 2023 AD, ooh, Shakespeare times, that'll be fun. Ouch! Shut your stein mouth up. We're trying to heckle the show. Sorry, see? Now let's enjoy my favourite part of Shakespeare's famous play, King John, Act 1, Scene 1. Well, if it isn't King John. Well, duh. <laughs> I picked that one up in the 1980s. Wait a second. King John wasn't written in the 1980s. It was written in Shakespeare times. That can only mean... That's right. It's me, Little Miss Kate. <gasps> and now I'm going to defeat you once and for all. Iambic Pentamapunch! Kate translates the bard's immortal verse from its iambic feet to her two iambic fists, stressing every other knuckle as she sends the acrylic chameleon back through the time stream. Hey, what are you two doing in the Revolutionary War? Hey, what are you two doing in the year 3000? Hey, what are you two doing in 2004? We're in a compact disc megastore, by the way, if I can help you find anything. Pow! Would you look at that? We're right back where we started, outside the barn. But not in the present, a.k.a. the 1930s, but in the past, year zero. Curse you, little Miss Kate Ward of the State. You've soundly defeated me once again. I guess there's nothing left for me to do but 
give up, shake your hand, and wish you well. After all, it is Christmas. Aw, that's so sweet, you sad, sad guy. But it's not Christmas. If Santa can't find us... Solomon, Lucinda, did you fix the chimney in time for the man with the bag? Yes. There you two are. Mary Fiorello and I were just enjoying after-dinner coffee and macaroons. While penning a brand new original Christmas carol. It will have to wait. Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Santa Claus! Ho, ho, ho! I suppose I am! Merry Christmas! Have we all been good this year? Yes! No! Ho, ho, ho! Then I guess we've got some presents to give out before my next gig! If I could lift up this bag. Ho, ho, ho. It's so heavy. Ho, ho. Oh, it's a heavy bag. First, is there a Deputy Mayor Solomon Russell here? Oh, me! Pick me! Solomon, for being such a good public servant this year, the fine folks at Two Guys Department Store got you these Oxford wingtip shoes. Whoa! Oxford wingtips? How did you know? This is such a great gift, even I didn't know I wanted them. Ho, ho, ho. Why, by harnessing gravitational moonbeams on my lunar base, I can read your aura. Now, where's former heavyweight champion of the world, Lucinda Sheridan? Over here, Santa! And I just want to say, the way you strictly uphold a strict code of right and wrong has always been an inspiration. Oh, really? Thanks, lady. Now, let's see what's in my bag for you. For Lucinda Sheraton on Christmas! It could be anything in the world! Ah, here it is. Let me just open it for you. Wow! The fine folks at Two Guys Department Store got you this Two Guys brand emergency fuse kit. I know I said I wanted a third eye, but when it comes from Two Guys Department Store, I'll settle for anything! Now, for Fiorello, for being such a fine, upstanding stallion to all the little boys and girls out there, a package of war bonds to help our boys in blue overseas fight the good fight against our enemies abroad. Santa, I just wanted to say, I know you have some incredible products in your bag, but all I want for Christmas is for me and my friends to get back home to New York City. Then I guess some other lucky little girl will get a brand new Cincinnati Slugger Pinewood baseball bat, courtesy of the sports department at Two Guys Department Store. Whoa! A Cincinnati Slugger Pinewood baseball bat? What a swell gift from some fine folks. As soon as we get back to the U.S. of A., you just know I'm going to Two Guys. And as for you, Mary and Joseph, For being such a good boy and girl this year, I've got something special for you at the very bottom of my bag. Oh, I got it. Oh, our our very very own own son son of of God. God. It's exactly what we wanted. How did you know? Let's just say I'm Santa. Say, Santa. I know I ain't been the goodest 40-year-old guy and all that. Trevor Beverly Jr., you're getting the greatest gift of all. A one-way ticket to Sing Sing. Ah, nuts. This sure was the best Christmas ever. Before we go back to the present, does anyone have an original Christmas carol they'd like to sing? Uh, let me ask around. Sing, who could forget about Christmas? Christmas. 
C-H-R-I-S-T-A Let M-E-A-S-K you a question What day is today? If any of you are ever in danger of dying around the age of 33, be sure to write it down in this blank book. Now, let's get back to the present. Everyone, hold on! Oh, we're back! But did it work? Fiorello, go outside and check. Why, according to Fiorello, it's back to good old-fashioned Christmas. Children laughing at a snowman. Folks greeting each other in swell will toward mankind or something? Everything is as it should be. Round sundown, the man with the bag will take flight. And who knows? Maybe he'll pay us a visit a second time. We sure fooled him. (laughs) Now, why don't we curl up by the fire and enjoy the warmth and company of our fellow man? I'll get it! Why, it's a carrier owl. And it has a letter for... Former heavyweight, heavyweight champion of the world, world and personal tutor, Lucinda Sheridan. And so the winter sun sets on another fantastic holiday rerun of Lil Miss Kate's Christmas Adventure. All of us here at Associated Radio Broadcasting, Potabola Cola, and Two Guys Department Store want to wish you a Merry Christmas, or for our Catholic listeners, a respectful nod. Coming up next, the Rockettes kick a microphone for an hour, followed by three hours of the Farm Information Yule Log. God bless us. Please. Please, God, bless us. Please. God bless us. Lil Miss Kate, Ward of the State, is written and created by Seth Finkelstein and Teddy Dinner. Mixed and produced by Liam Sr. Featuring the vocal talents of Lizzie Fury, Josh Nasser, Anna Rock, Harry Wood, Bella Carter, Liam Sr., Seth Finkelstein, and Teddy Dinner. Our artwork is by Roxy V. You can find her work at at Big Huge Frog. Like what you hear? Leave us a tip at ko-fi.com slash Kate. Check us out on social media at Lil Miss Kate Pod, or just search Lil Miss Kate Ward of the State on Twitter, Instagram, or TikTok. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the show on the podcatcher of your choice. Thanks so much for listening. <laughs>